Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Eva Venari, founder of the Elevate Institute, and I'm your host for this segment of Owning Your Health, where we explore alternative ways to be more consciously aware of truly owning what it takes to take care of your body at work with today's health thought leaders. And our topic today, this is a fun one, I love this kind of stuff, it's how the eyes hold the solutions to the inner workings of your body. And our leading lady today is Sunshine Beeson, creator of the HypnoCore Release System at Inspiral Iridology. She specializes in bringing forward peace, freedom, and exuberant health. We all want that. To achieve this result, among other things, she uses iridology, which, iridology, rather, sorry, which is an innovative assessment tool to analyze the iris of the eye for emotional, personal, personality, and health conditions. Good afternoon, Sunshine, and welcome to the show. Thanks, Eva. Hi there. I never fail to mess up on an introduction, so you're not <laughs> spared. <laughs> But I want to say thank you for being here. And uh, I got to say, you know, they, they always say, that was that saying, that uh, eyes are the window to the soul. And it sounds like you're bringing that idea down to practical use. So tell us, what is iridology? So I, I, I know that that phrase, I'm going to just say this first, that phrase, the eyes are the windows to the soul, have been used for centuries perhaps. But I've recreated that one-liner to say the eyes have the solutions to the inner workings of your soul. So I think that's a little more uh, in-depth and speaks brilliantly to this amazing science. Uh, Iridology, it, it actually, there is a blueprint, a mapping of the colored part of your eye, the iris, and every single little diagram, sometimes people can see freckles in the eyes or flower-shaped petals, different variations of color and every bit of it means something. It means there's a link to your physical organs, starting with your gut, going all the way out to your skin and everything in between. Now that's the physical iridology. And I interweave that with what's called uh, behavioral iridology, which shows the emotional aspects, the ancestral relationships going three generations back, three generations forward, first part of your personality and where the emotions might be connected to a physical problem. You can see lineage, forwards and backwards yes. in an eye. Wow, that's amazing. How, I want to say how, and I'm, I'm not looking for a biology report, but I mean, <laughs> but he, <laughs> that seems right. almost inconceivable. So. So what, I, yeah, what all can, can be seen? I, yeah. 
<laughs> yes, I can give. Um, I, I think some tangible examples might might be helpful. But I, yeah. I'll give you some examples in a moment. But I want to give you an, a, a little bit of an earlier explanation about the discovery of this, and it goes back into the early 1800s by a homeopathic physician. His name was Ignatz von Pexley, and he um, was a physician, but he, he used natural measures to help his patients. And one day, an owl broke its leg in his yard, and he captured it. Well, he noticed, if you, you know, owl's eyes are so large, and he yes. noticed that there was a black line, a dark line that started to form at what would be called like a six o'clock area in one in the, I don't remember if it was the left or right iris, but regardless, he paid attention to this. And as the owl, I don't know how long it took, but after the, as the, as the owl started to heal, that very line started to change color in the owl's okay. eyes, which are yeah. known as now known as the healing, healing knit eye, um, healing sign in the eyes so he was so curious about that he started to track every one of his patients eyes and studied them and took photographs of them and that's the early you know the early days of iridology in and this was in um in europe now kind of like the hundredth monkey theory where one thing starts to happen in some area and then suddenly energetically mm-hmm. it happens in other areas well there's many other iridologists all around Europe that at about the same time were discovering this, this um, tool, this modality. So I, I wanted to give just a little bit of information about that. So one of the interesting things that I love to do is to take pictures of children's eyes. In fact, from eight months onward. Now, when children are born, their eyes are either blue or they're brown. Those are the only the two the only two eye colors. They start to shift and change at about two years old, when children start to come into, you know, experiencing feelings, emotions, and they're starting to eat a, a different variety of foods, probably foods that may not be good for them. The eye color starts to change. So, um, I I'll give you an example of twins. Twins eyes are not the same they may have the same color but the iris is like a like i said previously a blueprint like a fingerprint so there's no two irises that are alike not anywhere ever ever there's some of the signs might be there and there's categories that we can um, modify and, and to discover but they're all different so i was photographing a boy girl twins eyes and I said to the parents, so here's some of the predispositions that are going to perhaps occur that you're going to want to look out for. Nutritionally, I saw that this child had a, a, a more weaker lymphatic system and that, his, that he was going to perhaps get sinus trouble and uh, throat respiratory problems, but primarily that we really needed to take care of his lymph tissue and to really be mindful of dairy products and gluten, as we all should be mindful about anyway. And after several, let's see, it was a year later, the child, uh, well, the father was kind of starting to feed the kid the dairy and the gluten, and mom was very organic, 
and she really tried to curtail things, but he kind of slipped a little too much. And <laughs> what, as a result, the, the, the little boy had a congested lymph tissue in his neck and had to have surgery. Mm. And we, we traced it back, you know, saying, yes, we spotted that in the eyes, that this was a predisposition to be mindful of, be careful, and not feed this child <laughs> the gluten and the dairy. And, you know, I mean, all of the, all of the, everything points to that as an occurrence that was the very next step that could have happened. But also what I noticed with the, the little girl is that she was going to be very quiet and uh, uneasy around a lot of people or a lot of stimulation. And she, she, it, exactly that happened. She's um, very more with, drawn and didn't want to socialize, doesn't like to socialize, doesn't like loud noises, loud so- sounds, and you can see that in the iris. So it's, it's, it's quite fascinating. Um, one of the things also I might ask the client looking, so what I want to say is the, the right eye pertains to the organs on the left, excuse me, the right side of the body, and your father or male genealogy, male ancestry. The mm-hmm. left eye is pertains to the mother. Okay, so I can I looked at one of my clients' eyes, um, looking at the left eye, and I said I asked the question: Was there anything going on with your mother's breast tissue? I don't come out and name any diseases because we're not naming diseases here. We're looking at for imbalances. And the client responded though and said, "Yes, my mother had breast cancer." So. So I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and it's, it's, it's all very fascinating. And you kind of pre-answered the question that I had lined up, right? Is it possible to see the things in these parents before the children reach the age two to give them even a yes. more of a motivation? You're saying yes. Wow. Yes. You can, yes, absolutely. So <clears throat> you can prevent. This is what one of the beautiful things about this, too, is, is that we can do so much prevention by looking at what the eyes show. So the eyes are like a computer tracking system. They file away this information showing incidences, trauma, relationship issues, sexual abuse. I mean, there's so much that we can see in there, all kinds of relationship issues. Uh, Was there a problem growing up with the father? Was there a problem growing up discord with mother? All of that is tracked in the eyes. And then that sets up a whole dynamic of self-esteem issues, our, our big issue with women today, the not enoughness syndrome, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. self-esteem. So we can, we can capture and see where these, the pain points are in the emotional body and, and what happens if, if somebody has these emotional issues or these traumas and they don't know how to eradicate it or get support with it, um, then it turns into dis-ease, right? So um, mm-hmm. each of these emotions, as you know, Eva, all represent or relate to some kind of pain in the body, the emotions. Or so now, absolutely. And so as we take the two, that initial story about the owl breaking a, a leg, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing the healing line on one end, is, is the 
on, on the bottom part of the iris. Is that yes. something that you can see reflected when you heal these wounds, mm-hmm. whether emotional or physical? Emotional is really what I want to know. Can you see the healing occur uh, so in the iris? It's, it's, it's interesting because it is very slight in the human eye. Now, color is the thing that can change the most, which is what happened with that owl. So mm. there's a thing called structure, and, and unless we were, you know, having a visual here to show you the diagram of what, what you can see, it's a little hard to, to explain. But, well, like I said, with those flower petal shapes, those uh, freckle spots that you might see mm-hmm. in the eyes, now those, that's called structure. That is something that you're inherently born with which would indicate some of those predispositions or ways of personality that are going to show up. So um, if you see those little freckle spots in the eyes, that is an indication that that brings in more of the analysis, detail orientation, uh, mental plane. Um, People, you know, they can't get out of their heads when we see those kinds of spots in the eyes. Uh, It also, that's on the, on the, behavioral iridology side the um, physical iridology that would indicate a predisposition for a body imbalance or an organ imbalance wherever it lands in the iris we can identify so if that spot was in the liver that would indicate that there might be uh, weak liver enzymes or uh, gallbladder issues because they're so uh, related to each other there so that's um, that's that's, that's really amazing. Yeah, no, I just it, there's there's it's not so much a diagnosis; it's more like a warning sign or possibly, hey, this is what you came in with. But mm-hmm. we, we're going to take a quick uh, sponsor break here. After the break, I really want to talk more about how this can be applied because it's one thing to know what's going on, mm-hmm. but then how do mm-hmm. you, if you want to get ahead of it, you know, whatever the problem is, if there's something that really is a stopping block for you in your, in your life and moving forward and having flow, then quite possibly we have a solution, right? Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about that. We're going to go on a quick commercial break, and then we will be right back. Womenly Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good and are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and partners. And Eva, now back to your show. Thank you, Michelle. Glad for that. And we are talking today, we're speaking with Sunshine Beeson, who is creator of HypnoCore Release System. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Sunshine, what is the solution? We're hearing about all these things that could come up in our irises that gives us, hey, this is a, a this could be a potential problem. Well, that's a double mm-hmm. talk there. But <laughs> now that we have the information, what do we do with it? Right. So I'm going to be looking at what is priority. It, does this does this person need more physical attention um, in their body? In, in other words, do they need nu- nutritional support, dietary changes? Do they need to have supplements or um, herbal products? 
uh, lifestyle changes. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to look at what their gut is doing. Their cold, because you guys can actually see the, the shape of the large intestine and what type of enzymes are needed for each particular person. This is a very individual need here. So, um, you know, I'm going to look at all of that. Is it, is it the physical thing? How do we support them on the physical level? What types of foods are they eating that are not uh, supporting them? And then I'm going to look at, well, okay, is it the emotional uh, issues that are the biggest thing? Is it the anxiety and the stress and, and that's causing all that inflammation in the joints and, and pain in the body? If it's the emotional piece, then that's where I take them to my system called HypnoCore Release, which is really getting to the core root of those imprinted patterns that actually at a certain age, like uh, I do a lot of inner child work, so let's say something happened to you at at five um, that an an adult would look at and say, well, that's no big deal. But to that five-year-old, there was that imprint that solidified that piece and got stuck in the body, all right? And it could land anywhere. And then there's going to be behavioral issues in your adult life where you, you're going to be in reaction to. I, I say you're either in response or you're in reaction. Mm-hmm. And most of the time when we're in reaction, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with the content at hand. It's something of a deeper, deeper nature, nature that never really got um, a, a solution to it. So and this might release. be... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I just wanted to interject for... For clarity yes. purposes, this might be something yes. that somebody says, oh, I was triggered. Yes. Emotionally yeah, triggered. Yeah, that's the street term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So any of those triggers, any of those triggers or reactions um, that can show up in business, in business relationships, in mm-hmm. spousal mm-hmm. relationships, in parenting relationships, any kind of relationship. If you're dealing with anybody outside of yourself and there's a trigger component... <laughs> Well, there's something that we can usually trace trace way back deep down. It's not your what I would call your higher, uh, mature adult self, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. So I say that there, you know, this home that we're in, this human body, it's uh, it's a it's a big house, and there's a lot of rooms in here, and there's a lot of occupancy that's being taken up with all different ages of yourself, right? And those ages, what happens is. Um, metaphorically and symbolically speaking, they get fragmented. And it's like they're hanging out the window on the sides of your body. And so in the hypnocore release work, what we're doing is is recalibrating, recalibrating your, your inner identity so that there is relief and peace coming after the processes that I do to change and shift the neurology, the neurotransmitters in your brain, so that those patterns are not uh, running the show, right? So, so, and this is all done through uh, a talk delivery of hypnotherapy. Is that basically yes? It's a guided, yeah, okay. mm-hmm. it's a guided okay. process. Um, I I've got certification in in so many varied forms of hypnotherapy, emotional release work, somatic. Uh, release 
and inner child work that I've combined, uh, picked, you know, created this one piece that um, diversifies itself particular to what's going on with that client. Uh, And yeah, so people come to me that maybe have um, been in what I call would call talk therapy, which is so important to do because we need to have clarification and understand what's going on in the head. But sometimes they've been going to the talk therapy for a long, long time. And there's a point where it doesn't feel like it can go any further and mm. they'll come to me and we get right down under it. So I say, if you're going to weed your garden and you're going to get those, get those weeds and you just cut the top of the weeds off, we still have the roots, right? So mm-hmm. what we're doing essentially is we're getting down, getting down under it, down to the deep core, getting those roots up, making room and space for that peace to flow in, that balance, and really finding your worth and your your real identity and purpose that lives in there it just gets shut down i think that's so important to highlight that you know alternative medicines and even the the traditional talk therapies there's nothing wrong with either one of them right. i think having the wisdom yeah to navigate one with the other and realizing that when you've reached a plateau or a a not a dead end just a a stubborn wall that the current mm-hmm. therapy can't really transcend, maybe it's time to bring yeah. online something else. And that this would be a great example of that. So when, it, right. when you gave us some examples already, that like what other types of, what, what are the results that you're seeing with your clients when it comes to releasing those child, because a ton of people, all of us, walk around with all of these open wounds from childhood. You don't always right. necessarily know what to do with it. So tell us a little bit more about what a client can achieve to get to that level of the happiness you were talking about, to be sunshiny. Like right. <laughs> well, um, what's <laughs> so sweet. I'm being um, funny. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Um, so what I often say or what the results, sometimes what people notice, I say, you know, there's, there's most, more than likely going to be this ripple effect um, where you start, I mean, when we start to do all the shifting inside of us, then there is a shift that starts to happen with our our peers, our family, um, our relations, where they start behaving differently. You're going to get a different. You're going to get more responses and reactions from everybody outside of yourself, and more responses about how you connect and communicate with others. So there's a there's a sense of of spaciousness in the body. The, the anxiety just dissipates. There's more clear-headedness. There is more um, focus and direction that somebody could go. Uh, uh, there's more trust, right? Self-esteem, mm-hmm. being able mm-hmm. to allow and receive, and that, and that gets all into that to, to masculine-feminine energy. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's um, just that whole sense of such a difference that they that people experience yeah well and, and you touched on this earlier the masculine and feminine um the inner inner distinctions is what you call it and i think a lot of people get really confused about masculinity femininity and how they self-identify um mm-hmm. with their bodies and think that well i'm a, I'm a female so i must be right. feminine so mm-hmm. digging a little bit more about that inner distinction and the balancing act that is within each one of us. 
Yes. So when we come into the world, uh, we're, it's not 50-50. It, it's, this is not gender specific. Men and women, we all have masculine energy. We all have feminine energy. And I like to take mm-hmm. it a step further. There is a, a divine or sacred side and there's a shadow side. And when mm-hmm. we really have an understanding about where our behaviors are, we can just pinpoint, oh, okay, that was my shadow masculine that was in that reaction, now I have a choice. So once we have that awareness and that clarity, then we can step right in if we choose to, to create a different experience. So some of the things, um, you know, there's, there's distinctions about what the, what I call the divine feminine energy would be about. And that is what I just was speaking, that being able to trust, being able to experience and with no denying full pleasure, pleasure, whether it's sexual pleasure, whether it's eating pleasure, um, when you eat food, like to really have a sensory experience with it. We've, mm. we've, we've numbed out and cut off so much of our senses because of overstimulation of where our world is at today. Um, we're, we're, what I like to uh, talk about a lot is um, in the masculine domain, the shadow, that shows up, I find, with women entrepreneurs these days because mm-hmm. we start to go into this place of really stretching and it, it takes us, there's so much action, right? There's so much outward motion, so much strategizing. And strategizing is, is actually uh, what I would call a divine masculine trait. And so is commitment. However, when, when we're doing this to the excess, then women go and burn out and the adrenal glands are shot. And then we get the cortisol and then women, it fills up in your belly and then you get upset with your, people get upset with their bodies. So <laughs> this happens a lot with it. You know, if we can balance out with this just being and, and mm-hmm. be in the no-thingness, and that takes us more into stillness and meditation practices. So important because if we're in a leadership position and if we're leaders in our community or at work or in our own business or even for a nonprofit, like all of these situations, they put us into a place that maybe we're used to seeing men take leadership and so we're a little awkward yeah. and we try to take over or we see other women who have tried to you know have achieved great success and they've done it by really harnessing a, a masculinity about them that it's yes. almost off-putting so mm-hmm. we want to be inviting so it's, it's that great balance between the masculine and feminine in a but not the shadow but in the divine manner that allows mm-hmm. it to show up and that's, I think, I think, don't you think this is what people talk about when they say show up in your authenticity? Yes. Yeah, be true to yes. yourself. Be true to yourself so. because then, then you come from a, a more um, purposeful place. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I, love, I love what you offer, and it actually is a great compliment to, to, to my own practice, so you and I will be talking more. But <laughs> I just wanted to give <laughs> listeners the opportunity, if they want to reach out, to you after our show or if you have a resource for them to share what would you like to share with them today okay so I actually first of all I just want to put it out there that I do have an ongoing 
a masculine feminine five module webinar that you could do at any time and there's a huge bonus to that i can give them the uh, link to it uh, which is b b i t dot l y forward slash masculine feminine course that link will just take you directly to it and then i do have an offering today um, if people are curious or interested um, I have a 15-minute free uh, iridology session where you can, and in minutes, I can give you so much information. So just if you want a flavor of it, you can have a little uh, free uh, experience, and I can tell you how you can do that um, anywhere you are in the world, (laughs) Um, how how to get me a a photograph of your eyes. And you can look at my website, too, because that information is on there, which is what is iridology.com and iridology is i r i d o l o g y and just in case you're driving or you can't uh, write it down right now we're going to have all of this information in the show notes but i'm going to repeat it so the masculine feminine course is bitly dot or i should say bit.ly right forward slash masculine feminine course and this generous 15 minute free iridology session is at whatisiridology.com. I love that website. That's so easy to remember. (laughs) Well, thank you. That's great. Yeah. Any any other last words before we sign off today? Well, I think what what we really just all need to know is that there is perfection in, in everyone, in all of us, just where you're at right now. And anything you add to it, you know, is it's just the icing on the cake. So we just have to realize the, this inner perfection and to take a breath with that. Mm-hmm. And allow it. I love that. Allow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we have run out of our time for today, but yeah. I love this conversation, and I want to say thank you so much for being a guest and our leading lady on today's show. Thank you so much, Eva. I appreciate it. Yeah. And special thanks to all our listeners, both U.S. and international, because we are everywhere. (laughs) Okay, so we'll be back again for another Women Lead Radio show Mondays at 9 a.m. and Fridays, 2 p.m. Pacific time. And it's been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. This is Eva Venari, founder of the Elevate Institute, reminding you to question everything. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.